Yes, everybody, what's going on? It is Vince Bracey. I'm your host here for Know Your News Live. Very, very excited to be back with you for another week, right? Today, we have a very special guest. My guest today uh, enjoys videos of fat monkeys eating mangoes via stream. Not sure why, but sounds fun, right? She once lived by the rules of Phyllis Diller's housekeeping hints. And she is a self-professed royal watcher. Gotta watch those royals at all times, right? She's also the co-host of the Daily Fail podcast. Please welcome to KYN, Miss Kristen Meinzer. How are we doing today, Kristen? Oh my gosh, Vince. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be with all of your audience. I just want to clarify one thing for anyone worried. I don't host the Daily Mail podcast. I host the Daily Fail podcast. Did I say mail? Which you no, you didn't say that. But oh, okay. people frequently people frequently think that I host a Daily Mail podcast. Like, oh, she's huge. Yeah, I, I I host a podcast that lambasts the tabloids. But um, yeah, I always like to get that out of the way because sometimes people get confused, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Gotta clear these things up. Shout out to the Daily Fail podcast, uh, Kristen. Of course, happy to have you here today. Right? Uh, if you've seen some of the show before, we're going to go into our KYN seven, which is seven of the top news stories, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Right? All these news stories of the past week are either stupid, funny, or weird. A lot of them seem like they might be weird today. But uh, I'll ask some questions. I'll get your reactions, and uh, we'll have some fun for the next thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, if you're here watching, we appreciate you for being here. Uh, please take the time to send in those super chats. If you have a question or statement, you can get it read live on the air with us. So please make sure you do so. If you're watching us back, uh, make sure you hit us up at kynchats.com. That is where you'll be able to leave those statements and you'll get it read on another episode. We appreciate you supporting the channel. All right, let's get into our very first story or our seventh story, technically. Story number seven. Let's get into it. This is reported to us by Fox 35 Orlando. A 22-year-old man from Dellen, Florida, went out with his girlfriend on Halloween night and ended up getting arrested due to his choice of Halloween costume. Kristen, what was the issue with his costume that resulted in him getting arrested? What could he what could he have worn? Oh my gosh. What was he wearing that he could have gotten arrested? Um, oh my gosh, was he dressed as oh god, this is just too incendiary. Was, <laughs> he, was, was he dressed as like a, a KKK member or something? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that oh my god, I went too far, didn't I? I went now I wonder. Well, Florida, I don't know. I don't know if you went too far over there. I, I wonder if that is worth getting arrested, depending on what part of town you're in. Uh but I, I guess in other parts of town they might be I'll buy you a beer. But I mean, it depends. Uh, it depends on what part of this great country you're at. Sadly. Oh, uh, this gentleman, uh, I, I, I want to say it's almost the opposite, kind of technically, right? This gentleman, I think we have a video clip. He wore a tactical gear outfit and carried a loaded gun with him. <gasps> Why? Who knows? Uh, oh no! I'm not sure why. I don't know if they thought he was impersonating a cop. Maybe he just looked super dangerous. Uh, you know, could have passed for a KKK a guy. Way. Yeah, it's a different yeah. kind of terrifying. Oh yes, oh yes. So I mean, people carry guns in Florida. So I don't, I don't know why this was so scary to them, but <laughs> scary indeed. Scary yes. indeed. Yes. Uh, we also have a picture of the gun and ammo that was confiscated. Can we see that, uh, producer Joel? That's a, hey, that what is a not a play gun. Wow. 
that is serious. That is serious right there. Uh, this man, his name is Michael Ribar, and police asked him why he was wearing the gear and openly carrying a loaded gun. Uh, he said because it was Halloween. He figured he'd give it a try. Mm, I don't know about that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I I'm glad he's no longer running around with with, with weapons for fun. Absolutely, absolutely. They definitely uh, they got him. They grabbed him up. They transported him to jail. But uh, he was released after posting a $1,000 bond. Not bad. Not bad. At least he still got to kind of enjoy Halloween. But don't do that, sir. Don't do that. Yeah. No, not a good date. I'm just going to say if I was his plus one, I wouldn't be into it. There we go. There we go. Kristen, have you ever worn any crazy or scary costumes on Halloween if you've celebrated? Oh, my gosh. I love dressing up in costumes. Uh, a costume that I wore earlier this year, not even for Halloween, but because I was attending Golden Con, which is the Golden Girls fan convention. Uh, I dressed up as Rose Nyland. That is the Betty White character. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to brag a little bit and say I was a finalist for Best Rose Nyland. This Come year. on. Yes, I was. I was in the final five. They got a convention for everything. That's awesome. <laughs> That's actually, a, I, I might pull up to the, uh, to the gold con one time. That's oh, you should. You, you would make a beautiful B. Arthur. You can do oh. it. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for chiming in on that one. Florida men, please just keep the guns to yourselves. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our next news story. Story number six is reported by News Nation. This time we're taking it to Tennessee. Uh, a new bride in Tennessee named Mary Kate Holbrook wanted to surprise her new husband with her choice of venue for the wedding reception. Uh, what type of establishment do we think she chose for this wedding reception? Ooh, oh, that could be a, okay. So Tennessee, um, I really want it to be Dollywood because that's where I had my honeymoon when I got married, but I know that's not the answer because that is wholesome <laughs> and wonderful and That'd it's probably cool. not wholesome or wonderful. Um, would, would it be a funeral home? <laughs> I'm sure there's been weddings at funeral homes before. I know there, there have, <laughs> there, there's a cemetery by my house that you can have your wedding at the cemetery if you want to. So who, I was thinking maybe, I don't know. Who's doing that? Wednesday Adams? You know, people who, <laughs> people who are kind of goth, people who like getting married in October, okay. right? The goths are definitely down for that one right there. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, this wedding venue. I'm sure there's probably been weddings held here before, but uh, she took her husband, now husband, uh, to the local Waffle House to uh, to enjoy, <laughs> to oh enjoy their their wedding, the the celebration of them together. Uh, and we have pictures actually of of them at the Waffle House. It turns out her husband named Eli Holbrook. He just really really loves Waffle House, and when they started dating, he would like joke about oh what if we would have waffle house cater our wedding and uh that's exactly what they did look at oh, that my that's God. actually kind of cool that. that's really wholesome that's sweet and <laughs> you know much more upbeat than the funeral home idea i had and <laughs> just a little bit and, and also waffle house there are stories we all have stories about waffle house too hey, so hey. that's a great conversation starter if you mention you know hey i got married at waffle house everybody has a story about waffle house so yeah so I'm all about that. Good for you. And I also like the lack of pretension. As somebody, yeah. who, got, as somebody who got married in a bar and we had pizza delivered to our wedding. Ooh. Yes. I'm all about no pretension. Have some fun. Keep it low key. We're just yeah. here to have a good time. Absolutely. Uh, 
I feel like Waffle House gets a bad rep, but I am absolutely showing up for that for that wedding. I would I would even offer to host it. Like, give me a patty melt and we're having yes. a good time. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. Right. Uh, shout out to Waffle House. Just cause, just cause. Right. This is a reminder, my friends. Please take the time to get in those super chats. Uh, again, if you have a question or a statement that you like read on the air, this is the time to do it. Get those in so we can shout you out as well. If you're watching the replay, we thank you. Thank you for hanging out. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And feel free to hit us up at kynchat.com. That is where you can send your support and make sure that you have those questions or statements read live on the next episode. We appreciate it. All right, let's keep it going to our story number five. This is reported by the Kingstonist, which I, I just learned is a thing. Shout out to the Kingstonist. Uh, the provincial police in Ontario, Canada pulled over a rental van that tried to evade them while driving with a blown tire. Not good, not good. Uh, oh, we do have a picture of the tire first. Ooh, before we even get to it, look at this. Ooh, that, that is, doesn't even look like a tire. Right? I would say that's that's a pretty authentic blown out tire all right so police were trying to figure out why the driver was trying to get away with no tire obviously but uh once they looked in the back of the rental they knew exactly why now can you tell me what was in the back of this van Kristen? an armadillo (laughs) (laughs) no i think it was smuggling some sort of animal around that they probably shouldn't have been smuggling around not necessarily an armadillo but i think they were smuggling an animal that's what i'm gonna say now i'm trying to think what animals would be illegal in canada like a moose or something like that i don't know i mean they probably don't want python running around not that they have legs to run around but you know what i'm saying (laughs) we'll see we'll see uh apparently in the back of the van not an animal but this is a, I, I'm trying to figure out how big this van is now. 326 cases of contraband beer. What is contraband beer? <laughs> he, it, hold on, it's Heineken? That's contraband? <laughs> I, apparently, apparently. He's got all this beer in the back of his, uh, in the back of his rental van. Uh, he admitted he had brought them into the province of Ontario from Quebec, which he apparently was going to sell. At a wedding. I wonder if he was on his way to... <laughs> on his I way to Waffle he... House. It's very possible. Oh, that's a big truck. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That I is a lot of I didn't think in Canada they ever looked down on having a trunk full of beer. I thought, like, is, isn't that, like, the thing to do in Canada? Canadians I'm saying this is cool somebody people. who loves Canada. Yeah. You know, you think they would be down for that. Uh, <laughs> this driver, again, he was going to sell it at a wedding, apparently, but you can only bring alcohol across provincial lines. Uh, if it's for personal consumption. And I guess they they thought that he wasn't going to drink all that at once. <laughs> uh, so they seized the booze and arrested the driver. And in my eyes, ruined the wedding, honestly. like, <laughs> Yeah. Have you been to a dry wedding? Not a yes. one. Oh, you yes. have? Yeah. So actually, when I'm not hosting Know Your News Live, I actually emcee weddings too. <gasps> and anytime a couple says that, oh yeah, there's no open bar. I'm like, are you, are you sure? You sure you want to do this? <laughs> are you sure people are not gonna have any fun i'm telling you yeah who's gonna get up and dance whenever i mean i don't know some of the ladies will but you know the way a lot of guys won't dance at weddings until they have like three or four drinks people need the liquid courage they need it yeah 300 cases of beer gone just like that on to the waffle house my friends to the waffle house (laughs) that's all i can say 
right? Uh, story number four is reported by joe.co.uk. Oh, we got a celebrity appearance this this time. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has gotten himself a new girl, another new girlfriend. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Uh, but she's an Italian model. Her name is Vittoria Soretti. Uh, and there is something notable about her as it pertains to Leo's famous film, Titanic. I hope this is not too obvious. It might be. But what is this interesting, fun fact about Miss Soretti and Leonardo's breakout movie? What is What could the, the tie-in be between her oh, and Titanic? The tie-in. I'm not sure what the tie-in is. I do know that it's notable that she is right up against his age limit. I think she's like 25. And usually he breaks up with women as soon as they turn 25 or 26. You know, um, he doesn't want a woman who's old enough to, you know, rent a car or whatnot. Wow. So, um, so I do know that she's pushing right up against his age limit. But as far as Titanic goes, I don't know. Was her, oh no, is she a Nepo baby? Was her dad a producer of the Titanic or something? Oh, that'd actually be pretty cool. I, I, you, you got the answer correct, but, um, I, I will bring it back because I do want to say that when I read that, I thought that, oh, maybe she's like related to the Rose character in real life or something. <laughs> I thought it was something really, really cool, but you, you were absolutely right. She's young. She's young. She's 25 years old. Uh, and she was born on, let's see, let's see her, her birth date is June of 1998. Titanic was released in December of 1997. So the tie-in is that she wasn't even born when the when so Titanic, Titanic was still in its first original release in the theaters when she was born. He and was a full-on grown man already. He is almost 50 years old. I just want to make something clear here. When people say he's a grown-ass adult, <laughs> we're not talking like 35. We're not talking 40. We're talking he is almost 50 years old. Yeah. Okay? And all of these women, because, you know, he... He dates all of these women repeatedly who are under 25. Oof. All of these women are literally young enough to be his daughter without him being a teen dad. This isn't like 16 and pregnant fatherhood. He could actually, as a legitimate adult, have fathered these women that he dates. And Agreed. This is yet another one where, wow. So Does young. Leo have any kids? No. Well, I was going to make a joke about all of his girlfriends being kids. <laughs> but, <they're>, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought it was funny that before I even got through the rest of the story, you automatically knew why is it common knowledge that 25 is his cutoff age for dating? Why is that? Why is that known? <laughs> Maybe he only wants them while they're on their parents' health insurance still. I have no idea. Like I think about this all the time, but um, not all the time, but <laughs> I, I do have a friend who recently said on her 26th birthday, she's like, well, I guess my chances with Leonardo DiCaprio are out the window. Nope, I'm too old for him now. <laughs> that is it. That is absolutely it. I like the the insurance, the parents' insurance, or the driving. Like you said, yeah. I think those are those are very strong reasons why. Possibly, <laughs> well, maybe we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, for anyone that was wondering, uh, yes, as Kirsten said, uh, Leo DiCaprio will be 49 years old this week, actually. So, happy yep. early Almost birthday! 50 years old. The guy Yo. is up there. Yep. Crazy, crazy, interesting guy, man. Very interesting guy. Right. Moving on to our next story. Story number three is reported by Road.cc. We're taking it to the Netherlands this time, my friends. Right. There's an annual cycling race called the Dutch Headwind Cycling Championships. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing over there. 
in the Netherlands. Uh, it's a race that takes place during storms of 32 mile per hour or higher winds. And they race on the storm barrier that faces the North Sea. This year, they had to cancel this cycling race. Give me your best guess why they had to cancel this race this year. Not enough wind? <sighs> I was hoping. <laughs> I was really hoping that it was because it wasn't enough wind. Uh, it's actually because it was too windy. And ah, I thought that, what? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the point. That's the, the point, point of the race. The point is wind. Oh, is to we be love in wind, wind, except if there's too much. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, is it not exciting enough if their wind is not hitting them? But I guess it can, uh, it can get too crazy if the wind is is going. Uh, so yeah, we do have we. <laughs> this I've seen this video already. It's kind of a it's kind of a sad video, but let's watch it real quick. They do this. This is a championship race right here. Uh, That video is actually from last year's race. And this year, again, 32 miles per hour or higher is what their range is. But apparently uh, the wind was stronger. The gusts were stronger than 40 miles per hour this year. So they were like, that's that's too much. Well, you know, I was laughing at that video, but the truth is if I were in that race, I'd actually be going backward. The wind would just be like <laughs> blowing me in the other direction. So that's what I was if yeah. if they did do a race this year, that's probably what it would look like. Even slower, some people going backwards. <laughs> come on, come on, Netherlands. Right. Uh yeah, I I just learned how to ride a bike recently, actually. So I don't know how well I would fare in that either. Oh wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm working yeah, on my, my cruising. Little... I just learned that uh you can't turn on a cruiser, apparently. Oh, wow. It, you know, it's just the freedom. It's the wind in your hair, the 40 mile per hour gusts blowing yes. through the hair. That's all that, right? 40 miles per hour. I, again, I didn't know how fast I was, but apparently that that's too much. It's too much. <laughs> right. Uh, we have a couple stories left for you, Kristen. Uh, this is a final reminder to our viewers here. Get in those super chats if you haven't done so already. Let us know how you're feeling, how you're enjoying the episode. If you know about any goofy news stories or anything like that that you'd like to share any comments or statements please hit us up at kynchat.com that is the number one place to go to make sure that you can get heard on the next episode and we appreciate you for supporting as always right last couple stories let's do this my friends right uh this is by bbc shout out to bbc right this is story number two a family in england uh were sent an anonymous letter saying their Halloween display was too aggressive and way too scary. Uh, we do have a copy of the letter here. Uh, it's just some some important things. This is not for everyone. Not everybody celebrates Halloween, right? Images of witches and the occult and all these other things can be offensive. Uh, we just ask you to kindly reconsider, <laughs> the, or kindly consider those passing by. Very, very serious, thoughtful letter, maybe, if you will. Right. Uh, so because a letter was sent out, BBC had to like, we, we have to see this house. Why is it so scary? Uh, Kirsten, what did you think is so scary about this here? You know, I don't think this house is that scary. My guess is it probably just had some Harry Potter things on it. I, I, I'm guessing that these 
are those people who are those ones on next door who are always complaining, like, why are there so many leaves on the sidewalk? And it's like, because yeah. it's fall, Catherine, it's fall. So there's leaves. So my guess, it's somebody like Catherine or Karen or Susan, who's just like overreacting and just all like, the names. Yeah. Like Susan, settle down. It's just, it's some Harry Potter stuff. Just settle down, Susan. Come on. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a lot of like dead bodies and pentagrams everywhere. Ooh. Maybe you know, some intestines ripped out of uh, corpses. Maybe it really is scary, but my guess is it's probably just something mild like Harry Potter. Yeah, there's some scary stuff out there. I don't know if you've seen or if you've ever decorated your house for Halloween with the the little eyeballs and the spaghettis and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I love I love a haunted house. I love that stuff. I I, I love all kinds of decorations at different times of year. Uh, I I appreciate people trying to make life a little bit more fun. You know, yeah. let's, let's put some fun into life whenever we can. Why not? Yes, that's what I'm talking about, Kristen. I like that. I like that. And this is not paid promotion, but I do just want to shout out Party City because I was in there right before Halloween and all their like animatronic stuff, they've really stepped up their game. Shout out to you. Yes. Party City. <laughs> uh, Kristen, you were actually right. There was absolutely nothing scary about this house whatsoever. Uh, I guess they were being a Susan that needs to settle down. We have a picture. <laughs> this is a. Oh a my mother- God. <laughs> <laughs> this this oh is um, a mother named Leah Adam Steele says her and her kids made it out of recycled materials, a wooden gingerbread house and whatever <laughs> other household items they could find. Uh, so, oh you know, God. scary is not necessarily one of the words to describe what this is right here. No. It almost looks like a Christmas manger display. It almost looks like if you put like Mary and the baby Jesus in there, it just be oh. like a Christmas thing. Like it doesn't look even as scary as Harry Potter might look, you know. I'm, I'm sure whoever complained about this far enough to letter, these are people that jump up in the middle of the night when they see like the the clothes laying on top of the chair and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason. They fall Literally. asleep with their hand on their face and they wake up and like, whose hand is on my face? Who is that? What's going on? And so bad. Hand. Yeah. So I was thinking, all right, it's going to be like a couple masks, maybe a scarecrow sitting on the bench that looks like a real person. Absolutely. There's no real anything to be scared, scared about right there. And, and I love that the journalists went out to see this in person, just to, to confirm how terrifying and how bad for the community this was. This, this was good for the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is definitely some good daily fail material right there. Because oh, absolutely, like, somebody the took the time to make fun of. Yeah, we got to go check this out. We have to go investigate. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, just garbage bags and stuff like that, right, folks? Just I gotta say, I'm you know y- y'all are kind of punks for that one. There's no reason for you to be upset or scared. Maybe the spider webs. Maybe if you got some arachnophobia or something like that that's about it though no i I think they're overreacting yeah definitely over you know eat some candy give out some treats relax a little (laughs) bit it's it's gonna be fine settle down susan come on (laughs) (laughs) very last story my friends very last story here story number one all right we're sticking it with the halloween theme we're key we got to finish off strong uh this is reported by wtov fox 9 all right halloween of course has come and gone 
and a dentist of Brooke County, West Virginia, named Dr. Olivia Mason, provided her expert opinion on what parents could do to ensure that their kids don't end up with cavities due to eating all of that candy, right? Uh, Kristen, what was her suggestion on the best way for kids to take care of their teeth despite all the Halloween treats? Well, the obvious answer would be for the children to brush their teeth or Uh, to, you know, limit their candy consumption. But I I like this dentist. I'm going to say this dentist said parents eat all the candy so that the kids don't have any. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's what I that's what I was thinking. I was like, yo, this this is a cool dentist. She's probably gonna recommend, hey, how about the parents just, you know, take just take the parent in. tax? Yes. Right? It's the coolest part about being a parent, the parent tax, right? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> they get so many other taxes, right? <laughs> uh this dentist, Dr. Olivia Mason, actually recommended to eat the whole damn bag in one shot. <laughs> no. We have a clip from Fox 9. It's much better for your teeth if you sit down and eat your full bag of Halloween candy at one time. I know it's going to upset your belly, but uh, it's much better for your teeth rather than we're going to hang on to this for the next couple months and every couple hours we're going to get in there and get some kind of candy out. Okay, this Dr. Mason, you know what I think she's doing? I think Dr. Mason is trying to do that thing where the kid eats so much candy they hate candy afterward, and then they never eat candy again. You know, we've heard stories about people doing that with their kids. Like, oh, I caught my oh. teenager smoking, so I made my teenager smoke, you know, two packs locked in a closet to that's get so sick of smoking they would never smoke again. I think that's what our doctor is doing here, and I think she's wrong. I think these I like kids that. these kids are going to freaking be in heaven. Like, yes, I will eat all this candy. I'm, I get all of it to myself. They're going to enjoy it. And then they're going to be sad there's not more candy the next day because it was all eaten. Yeah. Come on. I, w- I would have to agree with that. Uh, I love that you went with the reverse psychology method, too, because that is that is very possible. Uh, my only issue with, uh, well, aside from the fact that eating a lot of candy is definitely bad for your stomach. She thought that kids wait months to eat these candies. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Vince. How long does it take you to eat your Halloween candy in in your memories of you know trick or treating as a kid? How, how I haven't trick or treated that many times, but if I did come in the house after Halloween with some candy, it was gone within at least a couple of days, not months. Really? Maybe like maybe like some old like the the Tootsie Roll flavors that you didn't like, or maybe some Jawbreakers or something. Oh like. yeah, yeah. Oh, those can chill for a little bit. Not months though. That's a long uh, time. I will confess, my sister and I had a contest every year of who could make their Halloween candy last the longest. Oh, that's a good contest. And we would always try to make it last until at least the new year. At least the new year. That is impressive. How how often did that work? <laughs> Not very often because my mother, she she wanted that candy tax every day. She loved candy. My late mother would dig right in. And Come on, Mom. we would be convinced like, I I just counted my candy the other day and there were 80 (laughs) pieces left in here. Now there's only, oh, just a second. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. That's good stuff. Again, I love that you went with the, uh, with the reverse psychology because I was thinking that that that's possibly, all right, maybe they're trying to get, but me who 
I've lived a crazy life. I actually wanted to be a dentist at one point too. Ooh. I'm thinking that she's going the the big farmer route. I'm like, okay, mm, eat them in one shot. Mm-hmm. Especially the rock oh, candies yes. and the jawbreakers. Just bring my any leftover candy corns. Just shove them all in there. Just make sure you set an appointment for me when you see me. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> She's trying to oh. get that insurance check. I think that's what it is. Oh, you 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 are thinking bigger than I am. I'm just oh. not thinking big enough. That's what's going on there. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. She's trying to get to the money. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Right. Uh I really appreciate, you know, everything that we've uh got to watch. All of these wonderful Halloween stories too. Chris and I thank you for for being a part of the show with us. Uh this is the part where you get to tell the people. What are you doing? Where can they find you? What are you up to, Kristen? Well, as we said at the top of the episode, I host a podcast called The Daily Fail with an F. And on The Daily Fail, we do close readings of the tabloids. We make fun of them. We ridicule them. We point out the, you know, the anti-woman sentiments, the maybe anti-fat sentiments that are in them, maybe, um, you know, the racism, the ableism, all the other things in the tabloids, but it's all comedy. So we laugh and laugh. We have a good time. I like to think that we bring some of the same mood to the public that you do on your show. That is such a joy. So, you know, it's always better to laugh than to cry, right? Absolutely. Always. (laughs) I would say (laughs) Awesome job. So please make sure you check her out. Uh, I think I should say it right there on the screen. Yes, Kristen Meinzer. Make sure you hit her up on all the social medias. Check out the Daily Fail podcast, of course. Uh, and don't make don't forget to come back and check us out too. We'll be back here next Thursday, live at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, for more of those amazing news stories that are totally real, but also totally ridiculous at the same time. Until then, bye for now. It's Vince Bracey. Kristen, we're out. Have a good one, y'all. Thanks, everyone. (laughs)